Welcome, everybody, to the Loud and Drunk Podcast. This is Dan, joined once again by Moses. He's taken a break from resting his head on that pillow made of concrete. Moses, when you have thoughts, do they arrive like butterflies? Uh, yeah, it's the same as when they come into my stomach. Uh, they call that love. And <laughs> By coming into your stomach, what do you mean? Uh, Very I, interesting. I ran out of socks. Oh, wow. This is all right. I retract my interjection. Yeah, I kind of don't want to know now. It's a weird, weird thing. But no, continue talking. Another weird thing that happened, Justin, is that Zoom called back its workers in one of the biggest acts of hypocrisy that you can imagine. Oh, wild. Absolutely wild. I don't really have to deal with that type of shit, but like, I mean... It's about the nature of what you do, and you call back your workers full-time? Amazing. Let's get into this shit. Uh, and I am Sweet Sweetback. Very happy to be here. Hello, and welcome. Sweet Sweetback? Yes. Okay. Most people just call me Sweet. Do I say the whole... Oh, I, I don't have to say the whole... No, you can just say Sweet. Sweet. Okay, okay. Yeah. Sweet. 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 Do you respond to sweetness? I will, yes. Yeah. Right. For the purposes of this podcast, yeah, I will. What about Backy? No, no, that's insulting to me and my people. You're welcome. <laughs> mm. Interesting. I got more. No. You can call me by my full name. <laughs> sweet, sweet back to you. Everyone else can call me sweet, sweets. I'll take I'll take whatever you're putting out, Dan. And I'd also like to welcome back to the program. We have Pat. Pat, uh, for the people that haven't heard your episode, would you mind uh, reintroducing yourself to our audience? Hi there. I'm Patrick Washino, and I am very, very pleased to be the first ever guest to be welcomed back to this program, right? That first might be the first time you've ever had anyone. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess you're the first one. Welcome. Yes. Yeah. And listen, listen to those sultry tones, man. He really gets you. Right I love down that. There. He has a soft voice. It's and so, I love it's it. so yeah. beautiful. It's uh, melodic to listen to. Oh, is that not the time now? <laughs> no. not, I don't know what you're, what you're fapping off. What, I, what the I, fuck was that? I found a sock you're on like the ground. Rubbing one out real quick. Did you while you polish voice? off your fucking handle with yes. goddamn Modelo's? Jesus Christ. You know, we're a little early into the podcast for you to be trying to hit the YouTube sensors, right? Like, <laughs> right into the masturbation. Give us the first couple minutes of clean. Yeah. Right, all right. Uh, right out of the gate. I guess that was my bad. Yeah. Even the cat is disgusted. Oh, The cat should be disgusted. Yeah. But what you shouldn't be disgusted about is our sponsor. Anytime is a good time for stopping by TrueJersey.com. From t-shirts, hats, and hoodies, True Jersey will show off your local pride like no other. And now, loud and drunk listeners can save 10% off their first order. Just go to TrueJersey.com and enter the code LOUD at the checkout to save 10%. Thank you to True Jersey for sponsoring the program. True Jersey, stay true. Word. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but it sounds great. uh, Does the cat like it? Clothing. Yeah, they make cat clothing. I think they make cat clothing. Yes, I'm way into that. It might be this. I was never into cats before, but this cat that you guys have here at this bar is—he's oh, bartender. Yeah, he's, he's meowing at me right now. <laughs> it is shockingly cute. He, he makes the most. Just don't perfect make eye drinks. contact. I'm trying not to, but he's kind of like you're failing miserably. He's, he's looking around. He's he's looking for the eyes, and it's tough. I don't know what to do. Dan, take us through, please. Yeah, do something. Yes, what are we doing? Get this cat out of here. I'm not responsible for the cat. <laughs> I, I don't know who is then. The cat is my co-producer. He, yeah. he really is. He, <laughs> he's. Is that why he's staring at me? Am <laughs> I fucking up right now? He's trying to get you to emote, goddammit. I don't know how to emote. I am Christian Haydenson. <laughs> Hayden Christensen? What is my name? Hayden careful. He will climb over to this bar and assault you. I believe that. Yeah, he's got some Dan, long teeth there. Dan, he's actually carrying there. you. <laughs> <laughs> why are you here? if we have the cat. <laughs> well, because he can't read the ad reads. <laughs> he doesn't have the thumbs for it. 
And in the spirit of the ad reads, I'd like to take this time to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. We are on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Rumble, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to our channels, smash that like button, leave us a comment, share this video with your friends, and get in on the conversation and join us on social media. We are at Loud and Drunk on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Let's get started, gentlemen. This will probably be the second time we play this game. It's kind of uh, screw the guest. Yes. Uh, so, sweetness. <laughs> yes, The baby. ball is in your court to kick us off. Uh, what are we talking about, books? Man, I got some opinions about that. What are books? Uh, books are a villainous thing. Hmm. It's something that I feel very passionate about. I knew that Pat was going to be gracing us with his presence today. And um, you too, I know you have something of an affinity for them, but I actually feel very passionately in the other direction. I think that more or less that, that books are one of the big things that have been hurting our society for too long. And I kind of arrived at this conclusion in the past week. I've been watching the news uh, for the first time in, in ever. I'm not a big news guy. Um, but I've been watching the news and I see what's happening. There's a war happening in, uh, I don't know if it's China or Ukraine or Russia or something like that. There's a war that's going down. You kind of got the gist. Yeah, there's a war that's going down. America obviously has people that don't want us to, you know, be about Christ and just treating people decently. There's a lot of dictatorships in the world. Are you from Utah, sir? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. I am. No, I'm not. I'm from He's Iowa. Treating it um, decently. Here. But I obviously, like, I assume most of you, and this is why I'm here. I live in a world where people treat each other right, uh, with respect, and what have you. And upon listening to what's happening in the world today, I keep coming back to one thing. And that's, that's the literature that's out there. It's the books. People are being guided by these things. And I don't know exactly what they are, but what I can tell you is that people are making decisions, violent decisions, hurting other people because of things that they've read in books. And I told Dan this before I came on the show. This is actually the thing that I want to talk about, that I, I want to make this world a better place. And I want to see a better version of humanity for my children and my children's children and for cats around the world, dogs, all, all the things for, for Dan, for your kids, for everybody. And when I look at what's going on, it keeps going back to the same thing that all of these evil people committing yeah. crimes around the world. I'm told that it's Putin. I don't know who oh, that oh, is. Okay, I'm but glad he run, somebody told you that. He runs, a, he runs a country somewhere. And then you've got other people. And I don't know if it's people in this country. Apparently it's everywhere. But people are reading these books and what they're getting from it is evil. They're getting tyranny. They're learning how to hurt other people. And I did do a little bit of research on this, but I would love to hear everybody else's opinions. So I just want to thank, I mean, first of all, thank you, sweet. You're welcome. For being here. Yeah. Just to distill down your, books are bad. Books so are bad. Books, books are bad. Books are bad. I have, uh, from the research that I've done, uh -huh. and I've spent some time since I learned about this about a week ago, the research that I've done on books uh -huh. is that a lot of people, like like I said, a lot of people are learning basically how dangerous to- Dangerous ideas. How, yeah, dangerous ideas. They're learning terrible things, and then they're acting upon it. Not only are they gaining that from these books that they're reading- they're teaching them how to do this, but they're acting upon it. Oh my and I God. even I even went back, I went back multiple decades, multiple decades, wow. and I found that there was books as far back as 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 a uh, hundred years ago. Like, yeah, uh, wow, that long? A hundred years ago. And there are people acting on these books. I mean, and they're killing like a, other people because of it. It's not like a joke. A, a, an incredibly nefarious plot. 
It, it does seem that way. And I don't know if there's like a, a Mr. Book out there who's doing it. I was not able to uncover that. But what I can tell you is that people are writing these books and then other people around the world who might otherwise be decent human beings, they're being coaxed into this by this literature. Is this part of the globalist agenda? I, I, honestly, I have to assume that it is, but I cannot confirm that. I don't want to say anything that I, that I don't know for a fact. But what I can tell you for a fact from my research is that in just the past hundred years, millions and millions and millions of people have lost their lives from books. And, and honestly, when I learned this, when I learned it, it's something that I never really thought about. I, I honestly never thought about books before, but uh, and I don't want to get too far into it before you guys are able well, to give I'm your answers. I'm going to cut you off soon, yeah, please, so really, really get to the point here. The point is, is that the literature that's out there, these books that people are writing, they lead to the deaths of people, innocent people all over the world, good Christian people, people of all faiths, all colors. All the faiths, all the colors. All of the things, yeah, all the genders, so on and so wow. forth. Wow. These people are being murdered because of things that they read in books. Now, I've never read a book in my life, right? And that's why well, thank I you think for being that, honest. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I never I never saw the value in it personally, but the research that I did, it, it showed that, I mean, and this is factual. This you is, got you 15 can, seconds you can, left, you so can please wrap it up. up. People, people are dying from books, and, I, and I, I think that somebody needs to do something about that. I don't hear it talked about on the news, not on Fox, not on CNN, not anywhere. No one Five, is talking about four, this tragedy. Three, Tell me what you think. Okay. Well, listen, excellent first salvo in this mm. argument. Our favorite guest here, representative of Big Book, Pat. You work for Big Book? Hey! Sorry, sorry. Not your turn. Pat, do you have a rebuttal? Well, I suppose you could say that I work for Big Book. Uh, for over a decade, I have worked at the largest trade publisher in the world. Um, I'm not going to name them. No, I, no. Just, Let's not dox yeah, ourselves. Can I can out. only assume <laughs> they publish mine. There's two Patrick Squashinos <laughs> in this entire world. One of them works in books and the other one doesn't. Wow, you actually fully doxed yourself. Good job. <laughs> I guess you'll be here next week since you're out of a job. <laughs> and honestly, I think you're absolutely right. <clears throat> wow. Every single way that you could imagine killing another person has probably been described in a book. There's no way to prove that there isn't a direct correlation mm -hmm. between the publication of a description of how to kill somebody and the actual event of somebody dying. Even somebody dying in a car accident, I can name dozens of books right off the top of my head where people just die in car accidents. My God. So I, I'm not going to say that you're not onto something. Um, Thank you. All I'm going to say is that I think that your ideas personally endanger my well-being and my ability to provide for my family. So, wow. Direct attack. <laughs> no, that's yeah. a different angle of it. I mean, that, that is fair. Because of my Christian beliefs, I would never want to bring that upon you. And now I feel very guilty about it. But at the same time... How do we handle it? Well, I could tell what you. What do we do about books? Let, let's go to you. our correspondent out in the street, Moses. I can tell you who's behind it. It's it's Pepsi. See, back in the 80s, they had this little uh, thing with Pizza Hut. And <laughs> uh, it was called Book It, and they got the kids to read. Read a whole lot. You get free pizzas, you get stickers, you get all, you know, all kinds of fun things. And that raised a generation that just wants to kill each other because they want the pizza because they read the books. You know what the real Oh, my God. This is, this, is. That makes sense. I don't know if anyone's had Pizza Hut pizza. Uh, lately? Not lately, no. <laughs> Not lately. Uh, it is years. nothing like what it was. 
Um, so I imagine that people are desperate for that pizza and that experience of that. what Pizza Hut was. In the I 80s. would kill for it. The closest yeah. thing to Pizza yeah. Hut I get How now is... How many books is... would you read and then kill somebody for Okay, it? thank you. I was about to yeah. try to bring it back. But... <laughs> <laughs> Probably five. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit. Um, Can I kill people too? I will, I will say that working in the publishing industry, uh, the Book It promotion <laughs> is referenced so many goddamn times oh God. that you would think it just ended last week. <laughs> when did that end? Uh, they ran it in the 90s. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, sometime in the in 90s. In fact, I think they... I think Literally they, 30 years ago. Then. I do think that they revived it a few years ago because, like, places like Buzz, BuzzFeed would just, like, run these articles where it was... Like, uh, hey, remember... This, yeah. Here's a thing that you remember. Everybody loved Pizza Hut. Remember what their lamps looked like and their... their so then I have a like. question. You can so the glasses at the bar around the corner. All right, we is, got a question coming in is, from Mrs. Sweet's side. Is the enemy Pizza Hut? Are they the ones who are promoting well, let's this go reading? Back to Demolition Man when they won. Uh, well, it was Pizza Taco Hut. Bell. It was Taco Bell, but uh, in uh, well, they won the Fast Food Wars overseas. Yeah. Big movie guy. When it came out, it uh, it was Pizza Hut. Oh, that is nobody fair. knew what a Taco that, Bell was, was right. uh, outside yeah, yeah, yeah. of America. Mm. You know, I'll, I'll say that uh, I think that late Gen X and millennials are probably the ones that were influenced by the Book It promotion. So who mm. is doing most of the killing on this planet? This right is now? a fair yeah. point. Do we do we think that it's boomers? I don't know. I think they're retired. Uh, I feel like the boomers had yeah. their time and they yeah. did enough of their yeah. own killing. I mean, I'll say this. I mean, like like uh, uh, Obama and Bush and Trump and so on and so forth. All of our presidents. Those are those are, are they boomers? I don't know. I don't know. What are they? <laughs> yeah, they're but they're, I, would, I think they're boomers. Did they read? Is well, that where they got these ideas? I mean, well, I Obama certainly isn't Gen X, right? I, I, I'm sorry. I, I can see him. We no longer elect people outside of their 70s now, so I think it's pretty fair. Geriatric people know what's best for us, so I'm I'm just going to ask you to dial that back. And, like, listen, that's on both sides of the goddamn shitty aisle, so... Yeah, and, and and those people all outsource all of the murdering that they do <laughs> yeah, yeah. to well, other I mean, generations. Yeah. I mean, listen. First of all, Biden. Except is a Vladimir very Putin, young he's age. killed everyone with his bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> he was on that plane. Oh, yeah, he's, he's taking that Reagan approach. Yeah. <laughs> he did it. He did it. <laughs> he did it. Yeah, that was great. He got on that plane. He exploded. Yeah. All right. And he so said, get off my plane. So, which that. generation do we think kills more the most people right now? Hmm. Oh, that's a great hmm. TikTok has yeah. killed a lot of people just from all these silly challenges, which are fun to watch. But what generation are we? Those people killed themselves. I, I know it's always so yeah. yeah, but it's just so they killed themselves. People are people. <laughs> so are we? Our age group. We all generally grew up. I mean, Moses, the old man of the group, but yeah. he was born in seventy two of, uh, of the eighteen seventeen seventy. Oh, uh. don't be modest. <laughs> um, but um. I had some work done. Shut up. Um, yeah. It doesn't look like it. So, like, uh, it, as best as I can tell, we are on the elder part of the millennial. Geriatric millennials, I believe, is yeah, the popular yeah. term. I kind of like oh, that, they, put, name, they, yeah. they added that? Yeah, yeah they did. That's like, nice. they, they put geriatric on it. Oh, cool. I of got course. a lot of gray, so that makes sense. <laughs> Who did it? Probably the boomers. Uh-huh. But uh, I mean, I, I think so. What's what's behind us? These these TikTok kids, Gen Z, Gen Z. Gen Are Z. they reading? Oof. I have seen some that have words on the screen, so uh, I, there's I, small blurbs, but... I have faith that they can read. There's also I, the comments, so... All right. I, will, I will say that they are reading. Like, um, the, probably the number... God, now I'm just going to go into serious book talk. Oh, here, here, here we go. Uh, but yeah, the, like, the number one driver of fiction right now in this country is TikTok. 
Um, they I call- mean, I'm not really surprised by that. Yeah. No thanks to Book It. No, no thanks to All Book right. It. These these children have never experienced Book It. I feel like if sad if, for them. Yeah. If they had, then Pizza Hut would be the biggest uh, social media company Fair. in the world. I, no. Also, another thing that's going to hey, age it might me. Be. The way the stock market goes, you can't rule that out. Once they hear this <laughs> episode. Tech company tomorrow. I'm going I'm <laughs> to age myself. As soon as the CEO hears this. they got to be better at it than they are at pizza right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to age myself. Right now. I have uh, Pizza Hut ashtrays at home. Oh, that's wow. awesome. Oh, shit, really? Uh, yeah, I do. What are you, yeah. fucking 60? Oh, well, I mean, I always like to steal things. <laughs> that's fair. L- literally this week off of eBay, I... Uh, uh, I gained a uh, complete set of the Batman Forever McDonald's mugs. Oh wow! So yeah, those those uh, corporate themed things are. Oh, I used to have you. all the dream to the the ninety two Dream Team cups when McDonald's was oh, doing that. Oh, I yeah, hate wow. that. I know wow. what you're talking about. Uh, oh, they were yeah. so good to drink out of. You can fit so much alcohol in it. <laughs> yeah. They're like sixty four. They were like a big gulp essentially. Yeah. You get it's an American set. phenomenon. Well, I mean, let's. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'll tell you what. Let, 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 let's break it into reality a little bit here now. Like, I'm going to say my point. I think books are good. I, dangerous books are good. Mm. And we're living in a world where some people want to ban some of the most innocuous books available all in the, in the vein of protecting the children. Well, that's, yeah. that's absolutely what I think we should be doing. We should be you, protecting the okay, children. Okay, so yeah. th- this, is, this is your foundation. You this is my foundation. Yeah. yeah, I completely From dangerous ideas. Yeah. Yeah, that if you instill these ideas in children by allowing them to read in the first place, mm-hmm. then now all of a sudden this information is available to them and they might want to be that thing. So you can like uh, give a, a, a kid a book and it's about like gay communists who want to destroy America. Uh, so you're and talking now they about like what happened with like Calvinism and stuff back exactly. in the day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's, yeah. Not, that's yeah. not appropriate. <laughs> that's not appropriate. Because I'll tell you about another little book that did the exact same thing. It was called Mein Kampf. Oh, yeah. I could have sworn you were going to say the Bible. The Bible is different from the other books because that book was actually written by God. And while I will say that some people misinterpreted that and we did get the crusades out of it and that's not necessarily right. It is also too sexy for Utah right now, but we'll get that into another episode down the road. It's a sexy fucking book. And I'm not ashamed to say that. It's a sexy book. The Bible is sexy to me. (laughs) Right? It, it, It gets me a little bit going in the loin. What parts? And, what? What's your? What's the sexiest part of the Bible? It's got to be Sodom. It's your se- the, the sexiest section was Jewish. As a Jew, then it, yeah. For me, it's Ezekiel. Yeah. I think is yeah. the sexiest That's part of the fair. Bible. I would take that. <laughs> I'm all about Deuteronomy, Pope Fiction. I know all about Ezekiel. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that that's I, I, all of the parts of the Bible are the best part. They're the sexiest part. It's a book that was written by our God, and it gave us all of the information that we needed. Presumptions. And some people interpret that poorly, and they go and go on their, their escapades and what have you. But when we're talking about these books that are written by people, right, just regular books. like go to a library. They're filled with these books mm. about killing, about murder, about all these bad things, transsexual people, so on and so forth. Wow. These things. Salacious. These things, yeah, it is salacious. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that word means because I'm not much of a reader, but I can only <laughs> assume that that word means bad. And I agree. I agree with you, Justin. I think that that's exactly what we need to wipe out. That's that's all the it. problem. That's exactly. Yeah. There's There's one good book. And we all know the good book that I'm talking about, right? But other than that, 
it, it just seems to be, uh, what was the word? Salacious? Salacious. Salacious. It seems to be salacious to me. It, it's bad. It's bad books. <laughs> and I don't want bad books for our kids. Wow. You know, for all of our kids. It's just, it's wrong. It's wrong to kill people. And because I'm against killing people, I'm against books. Okay, your time's up again. Moses, how do you feel about bad books? Uh, I mean, I like I like using the word salacious because it sounds so sexy. That's kind Don't of the definition. Poser. It's sexy. Mm. Uh, mm. But uh, I, I never really liked books. They were too long. Too, just too long. So movies just get are to the a lot point. shorter. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to get a movie in two real, hours. Real soon, if you don't get in line. Uh, how, how many pages should a book be? Uh, three, what? four, tough. Three, three or four? Yeah. Nah. It's get like a point across. Like, what are we doing? No. Why, why are we even here? No. I only read haikus. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was oh. going to say, I was what, 16 syllables. The, the Egyptians just gave us pictures. It was like a bird and then like a perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then you're good. And that's it. And it's like three pictures and you're just like, yeah, got yeah. it. Yeah, you we know? got it here. And that's here we cool. are. Like, that's I don't all you know need. why we need to go beyond that. Why does everything have to be so extreme for people? Where we need to, like, it's something that could be as simple as a bird and a horn and then a boat. And it's just three pictures and you put them next to each other. I mean, and really now we you all the, the know truly what that is. Distilled yeah. down. Exactly. Again, yeah. I'll distilled go with my Pepsi Why do argument? I need your politics with it? Why do you need to make it into multiple <laughs> pages? Why do you need to give me your belief system about something when what we're really just trying to do is trying to like have a nice life, just have a society? Why do we need to kill? Why is that a thing? Why are we writing these books about, <laughs> about fascism, about communism, and ways to kill people? All these terrible things. Like, I think that everybody agrees with me on that. I want to. Why are we killing people? Sweet. Why are we Sweet. killing people? Yeah. I love your passion. Thank you. You, you are so resolute yeah. in your argument. I believe in it. Yeah. So let's I'm a, play an I'm a people game. person. If you had to be the devil's advocate to your argument, yes. what would you say? As far as as far as defending books in some way, yes, I I feel like I already mentioned it. There is a, a great book out there. It's the book for me, and I think that it does tell us how we should be treating other people. And yeah. I don't think that I need to name the book. Howard Stern, Private Parts. Ooh, you're yeah. so close. <laughs> you're so close. Yeah, I will count that one. Last, but now I, I think cracking the chink of that yeah. armor. So, some books, some books have their worth. And I, and I will acknowledge that. Yeah. But I mean, once again, it's that the, the greatest book that was ever written, besides Donald Trump's autobiography, mm. which I'm, I'm still mm. reading before mm. he wrote it, but yeah. I'm reading it in my mind because <laughs> I can imagine how it goes. And it feels I, I right imagine today. it's incredibly verbose. It's, it's delightful. I don't know what this <laughs> word means because I don't read very much, but... Um, but no, I think that there are, there, there are good books that are religious, that are about the way in which we should be treating other people decently, mm. you know, not going to kill them. It's not Mein Kampf. It's not, a, it's not a book on fascism. It's not the Communist Manifesto. It's not something written by Karl Marx. Wow, okay, you know? all right. It's not, it's not Mao Zedong's little red book Ugh. about how we should tough read, suppress tough other people. These are, these are the books that I'm talking about as far as being evil. And this is the type of literature that I think really destroys the essence of humanity, which is that human beings are decent, decent people like everybody has a good like a good soul to them they have a way of viewing the world and treating other people in a good way and that's how people naturally are but then we get these and i will say i will go so far as to say evil people who write these books that 
teach other humans. Right? Sweet, you got it's 15 like seconds left on the clock. Basically. Finish up your argument. It's propaganda. Books are propaganda to make decent people into bad people. And that's how you get World War II. It's how you get genocides. It's how you get the Holocaust and so on and so forth. These things wouldn't have happened without books. Five. It really well, that's all I've got to Okay, say. very good. I, I, Back to Patrick for his rebuttal. God, I will concede <laughs> that it sucks <laughs> that every evil motherfucker that has ever ruined this planet getting into politics wrote a book before doing it. Yeah. And like a lot of, a lot of them were bestsellers. Yeah. It really sucks that like every fascist before they take office decides to publish a bestseller. I'm glad you um, agree with me. I, <laughs> it's, it's a hard point to argue against <laughs> when you look at the, the bestseller list. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say that, um, Certain people of political affiliations in this country, if they don't read the books, which doesn't seem like they do, um, they certainly buy them for some reason. Or at least we have a whole system in place where they just buy them back to make them appear like bestsellers. Um, but I certainly won't say that that isn't something that is being engaged with uh, frequently. No, it's bizarre. Uh, yeah. It's bizarre. It's weird when you can look at the numbers that books actually sell and then say, hmm, that doesn't seem like it should be on the bestseller list <laughs> <laughs> compared well, to this I other have, book. I and have... that's exactly what I'm talking about. You guys have both made excellent, excellent arguments. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, break the kayfabe a little bit and just say my piece here. Listen, don't ban books. Read everything that's dangerous. Get the dangerous ideas. And if you're afraid your children be like, Dissuaded by something, do a better job of teaching them how to face the world. It really is a huge problem right now how many book bannings are going on and how they're going about. And personally, I feel very passionately about states that are currently engaging in book banning and how many state legislatures seem to think that this is just politically advantageous, which is even scarier than them even trying to go about it. It's tough. I, I will it's say, I've, like, this is drunken land, and yeah. I have had a few, <laughs> I have had a few spaghettes. Spaghettes. <laughs> Coming back again. Yeah. But yeah, it's it sucks, because we as publishers and people who put books out into the world do need to engage in multiple fights at the same time. And we only have so many resources to do it. I mean, it's, you know, at the end of the day, like, yes, we are publishers and we are companies and we have people who own us, who we have to answer for, and we have to allocate our resources in responsible manners and we only have so much. So having to engage in political action in states like Tennessee and Florida, and Texas, all at the same time. It is a huge stretch because the way that this country operates is that you have to fight all of these battles in all of these different battlegrounds just to win this, like, the bigger picture. And it's it sucks. It's the same way that guns work in this country, where in the reality of it, we have to operate as a society by the lowest common denominator. I just want to chime in. I, I do love guns because they have not killed nearly as many people as books. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm glad we keep bringing terrorists on as guests. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Add them to the list, baby. Um, now I could do the YouTube thing, right? There you go. That is clear. That is clear. 
<laughs> but uh, li- listen, if I have my my little point of contention here, I kind of float between parties. But the last thing I want to see is fucking information being banned to the public. And fuck all protecting the children. You who is in charge of these children, adult, guardian, whatever the case may be, parent. It should be your job to raise them to face what exists in the world, not to hide them from everything that exists out there. Right. If and you, I fully believe in that. If you believe as a parent that, you know, you you have the, the absolute good and you, you know the way of society and, like, you know the absolute truth of it and you want to convey that to your person, to your child, and you can't do it better than any given book, maybe uh, that's, maybe that is, is telling of the stance of your beliefs. And maybe you need to reevaluate whether you know the absolute good for this other person who is not a fucking extension of you and is their own person. Change is hard, Pat. I will. I will chime in with <laughs> thanks, that. Thanks, Moses, for showing up. I will. I will chime in with this, and this is this is my compromise to your argument. While I I do disagree <laughs> to the degree that I do, what I will say is, as a parent, I think that uh, I, as I've said multiple times, I don't read, and I would not allow my children to read these books mm. that are out there mm. in the world, uh, other than a. Uh, the book that we've discussed, you know, the, the one book, the, the one written by people unknown. Um, what unnamed. I will say is that exposing your children to this other idea, the sin of humanity, mm. I think is what we're all talking mm. about right here. The sin that exists in your local libraries, in your museums that exists all around society in your town, it's all around you. So you just you perpetuate know? we children. Uh, essentially, yeah, exactly. Oh, I don't, I don't okay. know what the word perpetuate right, so means. Sure I, I don't know what that means. There's there's a few words getting thrown around, and I'm not, <laughs> but I but I think that you're agreeing with me. And yes, I think that that it is good to expose the youth to this so that they can see that snake that exists snack. all around us. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The snake. The snake. The snake. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know I was saying it wrong, actually. I've been saying it this way for a long time. Well, you've never read, so how yeah. would you know? Well, I, well, that's just it. Thank you. Thank you. you Can you spell um, the word and use it in a sentence? Uh, uh, <laughs> I will, in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> sure, I can do yeah. that. We'll do that after the podcast, though. I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to say too much. Take up our time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll have that conversation <laughs> outside. Um, but now I do think that there is some merit there that you should expose your children to to the sin of the world. Yeah. So that they can see it for themselves. You don't want to give them too much because then they might be drawn towards it. This Uh-oh. is how Satan works. Mm. He lures in everything the... in moderation. Yeah, exactly. So you give them enough that they can see that sin out there. They know what to avoid, essentially, but never too much. And I will say there is some merit there. But in general, I do maintain that that stance that, yeah, I mean, I again, I'm anti-genocide. And, um, you know, and I know that some people don't feel that way um, and they do want to propagate these books like, you know, Mein Kampf and, you know, the the, the dialogue of fascism and the little red book and so on and so forth. All all these books that were already mentioned. And I know that a lot of people believe that those books are good and that and that literature and we should show it to kids and kids should be reading Mein Kampf and so on and so forth. And about transgender. Oh, man. TikTok, TikTok. We're coming to the close of the segment. Yeah. You have 10 seconds to summarize your idea i just hope we can all stop reading okay yeah. all right <laughs> thank you for using the best of your time and uh i think pat i think you did a good job but if you have anything else to add now is your time 
Yes, I will just uh, very quickly say that I think that it is very telling that the exact segment of the population that was so vocally and adamantly opposed to the estate of Dr. Seuss willfully <laughs> taking books off of the market because they did not feel as though the material accurately portrayed the world in a way that they felt the Dr. Seuss estate like they wanted to portray the world. There was depictions of race in there that were far, far outdated, and they willfully took that off the market. They decided that they were no longer going to profit off of those titles. I loved Dr. all of Seuss, those. Just to be clear, I yes. just actually started I used to have reading the big those compendium the when I was a kid. That's I the only it's world I see. It's mostly about the pictures, and, and I, these, yeah. I do enjoy their different colors in that. It's fun. The, and the, these are Dr. Seuss books. They yeah. have been. There are millions of copies of these books out in the marketplace. If you want them, they are there. Yep. You will not be paying above cover price. They're out there. I think I have like three right. copies of fucking one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish in the house. Like, why do I have three copies I, of that? I, I can't, but I, I can't remember the exact name because it was a very long name, but it was Bartholomew something with the 500 something hats. It was one of my favorite Dr. Seuss stories when I was a kid. I don't recall that one, but it's not, it's the, not one of the most popular I, uh, ones. It's one of the, it's one of the early hundreds. It's one of the early ones. And yeah. It was in the, when I was a child, I had this big compendium of Dr. Seuss stories, and it was excellent. Well, this is all well and good. <laughs> I'm glad we had this chat. We could revisit it in the future. Oh, it was fun for me. Let's play I love game. You, Let's sweets. talk about hypocrisy. <laughs> I don't know what that word I means. I don't know what that is either. That's out of my Oh, good. We'll just go with it then. Mm. So, recently, so you all know, like, the, the post-COVID you know, industry, a lot of people had to go work from home remote, mm. as it were. And a lot of those people had to use a little program called Zoom. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah like a little yeah. video chat with yeah, cool uh, all the people you don't want to talk to. You know how it goes? Well, Zoom, the company, just called all its employees back to work at the office. That does sound like hypocrisy. <laughs> I don't know what the word means, but it sounds like oh, it. Oh, baby, you're almost there. <laughs> I mean, how wild is this shit? I mean, it's... What do they do at the office? Like, because isn't it... Like, the computer program's already made. They what are you doing? working like, from home. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many people does it take to run, a, you know, a couple of towers it's, of computers? And, and listen, I don't know. I don't know the level of their workforce, their level of what... I mean, basically, you're running server control over a very large application right now. Mm. And... Um, which is hilarious because it's a fully uh, computerized job. Yeah. Uh, except for maybe the few people that are hands-on hardware people replacing the Actual. burnt out hardware. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. it makes sense to be at the shop for because well, you, you have to. Yeah. Because you have to be on the hard. But other than that, like, why like, do they have so work, many goddamn yeah. workers? What are they doing? I got to say, though, for Zoom, as a company, was responsible for, like, the best fumble recovery in the history of oh technology. God, yes. oh, You're yeah. not wrong. That's yeah, true. I mean, for Zoom, yeah. who, I don't know who hurt, who was, did anyone actually use Zoom? No, it was all before? Skype and yeah. uh, that no other, there was some other application. Skype, Skype was the and ubiquitous term Skype for a video yeah. conference yeah. Yeah. or a video call. It was Skyping. It was Skyping or FaceTiming. That was it. Yeah, yeah. And Zoom came out of nowhere. Yeah. And Eat mm. up Skype's market share. Um, num, num, yeah. Num. Yeah, exactly. Skype has been around like yeah. 10 years before that was even and really all yeah. crazy. And I'm going to fully admit before I even say anything, I'm talking fully out of my ass. But 
Christina, uh, her job fully utilizes Zoom in which you have meetings of many, many, many people. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where they got a little more in. I think it was better suited to that as opposed to like Skype or something. Because no one could do no X one, amount of No one knew that the COVID thing was going to happen. Yeah, it was yeah. like a three-way call when that yeah. was like, you'd go over someone's house as a hit and be like, oh, I have three-way. We could call our other friend who can't be here. Oh, and, the old days. Yeah. No. And, that's, and that's basically what the problem with zoom is yeah. like we use like i use zoom all the fucking time oh yeah christina and does like, every day nonstop. i use it yeah. more often than i even have to just because i'd rather like i don't know because i could share the screen that's kind of more of zoom, what it's about but webex yeah. microsoft yep. teams like everybody has like whatever one that they use but zoom is definitely like the go the dominant one. it's kind of yeah. become the paragon yeah. of that yeah. that the idea that they're drawing people back to the office is a direct rebuttal to the notion that existed at the height of COVID, where they basically, and by they, I just mean like pundits, right. people, whatever, in general, saying like, this will last Book for readers. forever. We've completely, we've shifted the paradigm, so on and so forth. And now that you've got the company that was at the pinnacle of that, that rode that fucking wave to its very peak, and the idea that they're drawing people back now and saying, you actually can't use our own product to do your job. We need you here at least four <laughs> days a week, which might as well be the five. I want to jump in here real quick and Please. correct some of this, because while <laughs> it is true that they called the workers back in, it's workers within 50 miles of the Zoom office oh. that need to come back in, and they must work there at least two days a week. So it's not a complete okay, come right, back no, into no, the thank office. Thank you for clarification. Then, yeah, yeah. Question. It's still unnecessary. Yes. It, it, I agree. Right. And also, it's like, it's the reason why you've made, like, during <laughs> right, COVID, yeah, why right. you made all of the money. But let me just find this real quick. Um, this is from the Business Insider. Zoom shares rose sixfold in 2020 as sales surged after millions of workers were stuck at home yeah. because of COVID-19 restrictions. By 2021, though, revenue growth slowed and the stock plunged. The company has shed at least $100 billion yeah. in market value yeah. since then. This they were year, a star. Yeah. This year, the stock has stagnated because Zoom's video conferencing uh, service is needed less as businesses continue pushing staff back to the office. So it's actually... It, goins, it's it, causation, it coincides yeah. with other right, businesses right. wanting to return to the office. We'll, we'll get to you, Pat, in a, in, <laughs> in, in a second. But... I also wanted to read something real quick as well, um, if I can find it. Oh, it's the actual headline of this. Again, from the Business Insider. Leaked Zoom all hands. CEO says employees must return to offices because they can't be as innovative or get to know each other over Zoom. <laughs> I know that's true. So the product isn't as great as they make it sound. Yeah. I mean, that definitely is him shooting his company right in the <laughs> yes, fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. Um, but yeah, it is the problem with Zoom. And I, I am mostly remote. So I work mostly from home. I go into the office about once a week just to see the people who are there in, in yeah. person. Uh, my fiance Christine, is the same way. Once yeah, a week, she goes. Exactly. Yeah. The people who go to an office value the FaceTime with other people. That is why they are going to the office. And if those people are important to your career, mm -hmm. then it is a good idea yeah. to go in once a week yep. and get you, that interaction you with You can't them. replace an in-person meeting. I'll use a personal example. When I go to my prayer meetings <laughs> during COVID, 
we were only able to do this over Zoom, and I could not wait to get back to the church. It was oh, important to me to be able ground. to interact with people in a in a in a, a legitimate FaceTime kind of way. Well, in that you same know, respect, share that time with them, like a corporate, like a, when you work at a company and you're on like a floor, it becomes of sorts of family because mm. you see them more often than you see your own, you know, real family. So. You have yeah. that camaraderie. It's all about family when you're and working you for want, a And you want to have that touch that... Yeah. Uh, yeah. that uh, in- if, I, if I was working for Zoom or for any one of your corporations, that would be my first thought, that this is a family. Yes. And that's why we're doing this together. And we I, all know we from Fast and other. Furious, yeah. nothing's more important than family. Nothing's it more is important than family. all about family. It's all about family. Yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. Toretto's over here. <laughs> He's bold enough. <laughs> Have we been had? <laughs> I think well, check his pockets for like street sharks. I'll get over there shortly. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it comes. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> See, and this, here's the interesting thing. Uh, yeah. A yeah. podcast is actually the perfect place to demonstrate what is wrong with a Zoom meeting. Is that it is basically one person at a time speaking to a room. Yeah, And in reality, if you are in a meeting, you are going to have little asides. With I people. would never interrupt anybody at a meeting, so you can stop right there. You? No, he never. Just, no. He just did it. No. <laughs> oh. Not. Uh, uh. Moses got the joke. <laughs> <laughs> There's All nothing right. funny about it. All right, Dan, count it. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> We're not done. There's nothing First funny about it. But that's the problem with Zoom meetings is that they are a one-way speaker street. Yeah. The value of getting people into a room is that you actually get to hear from the extroverts and the introverts. I know that as an introvert coming up in my industry, I would like be private messaging other people in the room who I trusted, who I, whose opinions I valued. Before I opened my mouth, I would run an idea by them. And when they endorsed it, I would open my mouth and actually say it. Right. And I, this is not something that translates as well to a Zoom situation. No, um, it doesn't. So it's, I do support people being fully remote. I do think that the people who go into offices are legitimately getting a little bit more out of the job, but you know, it's up to them to, to value that. If somebody values what they get from working at home higher than what they would get at the, the job, uh, then, then absolutely. Like nobody's a, like your job doesn't fucking define right. you like who you are as a, as a person who, you know, it's a combination of religion. Your religion. I can give yes. an and your example. relationship with our Lord Satan. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, great. I uh, I, oh, geez, fuck, fuck. I, I can give an example by proxy through my fiance who largely, I'm not going to say we're offices, but they've, they had a massive part of a major building in a major industrial park in New Jersey, not industrial, but business park in New Jersey. Like a whole floor of a massive building. And post-COVID, you know, everybody went more or less remote and they, they've tried to bring people back. And there's also different levels. If you, There are certain jobs where you have to be in office. Say if you deal with hardware or anything like that, obviously. And then you get into the weird mix of, which is kind of weird in any given job, management. Which is where Christina kind of resides. So, I mean, you can manage and like essentially your day is just 
full of phone calls, text messages, Zoom calls, everything. I would say this, like if I had to, if I'm like, and I don't know what that's like in that field because I work for God, but, um, but if I needed to yell at somebody who was working under me, let's say. You do it through an angel. To do, well, obviously, because I work for God, but I'm saying hypothetically, if I was working in like a, a sinful corporation, as apparently you guys do, oh. then, oh. then, I'm going to back to I would that. say, I see. you want to like talk it. to me about it? <laughs> I thought you were Jewish. I'm not that Jewish. Stay on task. The company, well, the company that I happen that. to work for, it, as the largest trade publisher, does not sell Oh. One book that you're talking about. Well, we'll talk about that once again outside. <laughs> I would say that we're all talking about the Gutenberg. That's a Bible, euphemism for a gay thing, but I'm not allowed also, to do that Gutenberg because I'm a Christian. Bible. You want to meet out back? <laughs> oh, am I invited? Maybe. Right. Keep moving. We'll talk about it. Sweet. Um, it's got that Gutenberg Bible. If that you've got the Gutenberg Bible, really, really, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> We're going back that far for it. Um, anyways, if you did have to hypothetically yell at somebody for you know your employee, something like that, mm-hmm. and going for the extreme, obviously, but you've got to yell at somebody who works you know under you, or they did something wrong, and it, it warranted that elevated level of speech. There's an element that's lost. Oh no. What you're doing it through a screen. And if you're there's learning- something, and I think that's the essence of it, is that there's there's something that's Yeah, how do you manage is? people yeah. like that, like manage a group of people if you're not even there watching them do whatever they do? You guys are absolutely correct. There well, God is, is always something watching. that is lost. And it just well, ba- there, basically yeah. boils down to the, the general internet conundrum mm-hmm. we've come into, where everybody now has the loudest voice yeah. when they don't have to be, they're just represented as like an icon online. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It takes away the responsibility of whatever you do or say. There are times where, Christina, it's like some things need to be said face to face. Like you're fired. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, yeah, that's definitely one of them. Yeah. That's the only one I can really think of. Yeah, yeah. How do you like, really sexually harass somebody? But it's like, uh, you know how you do that. <laughs> like, look, look at Twitter. The way mm. people interact on Twitter, they feel so fucking free, but it means nothing. No. So, like, it's called X. When the work comes, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I feel both of those. I'm going to kill everyone <laughs> in this room. But. You can do it over Zoom. <laughs> we, don't have, we don't have video capability yet. It wouldn't be as effective. <laughs> God damn it. No, go on. Oh, you suck. <laughs> but the internet gave, for better and for worse, everybody who didn't have a voice, a voice. Now, everybody has a voice, and they feel real proud and bop your chest real hard that I can say anything I want on the internet without repercussion. And that even translates into the corporate world because I've seen people say shit to Christina and Christina's just like, okay, you're coming into work tomorrow because I'm firing your fucking ass. <laughs> and now she has to go into work too. Yeah, but she'll gladly uh, go because Spike's an amazing thing. Man, you everybody just sits up a monitor in the office where you go to meet her. It's just Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, I would be so pissed that's off the ultimate appreciate so much if that's how I ever got fired. I didn't show up to fire you, but you needed to be here. <laughs> I know you traveled an hour and a half away and, and your kid's sick. <laughs> we all fucking know it. People get cocky as shit with what they say on the internet. Oh, yeah. 
And it's like, because it's that level of separation. You get to say something not to somebody's fucking face. Oh, yeah. You think you're fucking tough yeah. as shit. Everybody's really big on the internet. Absolutely. That's Yeah, I agree with the sentiment of what you're saying, which is that yeah. people are just fucking yeah. big when they don't people actually have bully to or look in your own fucking eyes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody's a fucking big man when they don't have to face the repercussions. One of those, uh, what is it, a keyboard? Keyboard, keyboard warrior. Keyboard warrior. Keyboard warrior. Whatever, whatever. whatever. But, like, it, it's kind of the truth. You get that level of separation. It gives you that, like, that level of protection. Yeah. No. Man. Whereas, like, and that's, like, one of the darks. That, that is the dark side of the internet to me. It's, like, yeah. people get to say whatever, dark whatever they want to say <laughs> without, like, a friend punching him in the mouth. Yeah. No, you know just, what I mean? It's that's... a slippery silk road. Can you imagine how hmm. many people the lawnmower man could kill these days? Oh, my God. Oh, my so God. Oh, my God. Just, that's a, that's just a conversation. By polygons. Just, I got to watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We should just Man. watch that. Oh, yeah, can we do an episode just on the lawnmower? Just watch it right now. We should. <laughs> like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's well, a great I, idea. I'll, I'll tell you what. Why don't we finish it up? We got Pat here. Mm. Why don't we tell a little story about Columbia? Oh, man. And there, there's a particular point, which happened right at the beginning. Yeah. All right. But we, we, it'll lead further yeah. into. So I'll give, I'll give, uh, I'll start this off. Yeah. Since uh, we were going there to, going there to visit my family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a family of Sweet Sweet Pack, obviously. And um, yeah, any of the Italians that ended up in South America, <laughs> yeah. uh, we don't talk to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's fair. And they all read good books. <laughs> <laughs> they read to each other over Zoom. <laughs> Wow, I don't even know where to begin right now. I got so uh, carried away with the the other uh, entanglements that we've had this uh, evening. But my let, goodness, let's start with landing, and then something hilarious happens. We we yeah. we landed, and um, so Cartagena. Yep, we were in Cartagena, Colombia, and uh, I was the only person there as a proper Colombian. Yeah, well, yeah. And, uh, the rest of us are pasties. Or as fuck. any kind of, yeah, or any any version thereof. Even yeah. an in, you would be the closest, Pat. Yeah, yeah. that all tight blood runs deep, you know. Yeah, I, I, I Latin based. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. want them to think that my grandfather moved there in the forties. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll, we'll ignore that part of history. Uh, so we've got we've got a Justin, we've got a Pat, and we've got a Frank. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, yeah, yeah. correct? Yep. So. We get out of the terminal, mm -hmm. and when you walk outside of Cartagena Airport, especially at this time... It's much nicer now these it's days. It's much nicer now, yeah. but you've got a myriad at the time. They've grown back, what, a long ways. But you've got a lot of taxi drivers out there. They're all kind of hammering to get you in their cab because they want that money. So we go with the loudest guy. Which loudest is, charisma yeah. wins. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I do have yeah. to say... To set the scene for anyone who has yeah, not been to... Yeah, please, please. Yeah. Yes. All right, so the, the, an airport in Cartagena is not what you are thinking of right <laughs> oh, now. Oh, it's not an American as, airport. Uh, yeah, <laughs> as an American, going to literally any airport, even the rinky-dink... Which is amazing, no, because was, this is the new airport. This is yeah. their nicest airport. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking Air America. No, I take that back. Bogota is a fancy airport, but it's so fucking heavily guarded that it's still very weird. Well, no, Colombian airports are, are right. very different. But the it first also time I went... It was the old airport. This time was the new Cartagena This was the nice airport. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So imagine if you're walking out of a, a an airport anywhere in America, you're expecting like a parking garage, a vast parking lot or something there. No, you walk out of the terminal into a fucking neighborhood that just happens to have an airport on that street. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Correct. Yes. Yes. They yes. just put them where they can fit them. Yeah. 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 So imagine like at the end of your cul-de-sac was the fucking yeah, airport. Exactly yeah, right. yeah. exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. 
And you can also like just pick up fares there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just to, just to set the stage a little yeah, bit. More. That's fair. That's more than uh, fair. This story is going to be mostly tied into your reaction. Uh, Frank's not here to say his part, but like yeah. he and I had been there a couple times. So we walk out into this uh, a cul-de-sac, let's go with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, so now we're just out here in this neighborhood. And there's a myriad of uh, cab drivers yeah. who are basically, they're trying to get these fares. You know, they see that, you know. They, like, they're like the cab most- driver buskers. They're like trying yeah. to win you over with charisma. Yeah, yeah. they, like, see, yeah, they yeah. see that we're Americans. I'm, so I'm the best. So I'm the best. I can get you out of here the quickest. Yep. Yeah. And they're all vying for it. There's maybe, what, 15 of them there, something like that? Yeah, it's a long line. Yeah. 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 So the the loudest one, uh, he gets it just because he's he's shouting over everybody else. Yeah. So I go, this guy. Yeah. And uh, they're all cursing him off and what have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we jump into this guy's cab and we get to going. I give him the address of of where we're headed to. And the conversation immediately, so I sit in the front seat and you guys all pile into the back. Yeah, we we were three deep in the back. Yeah. And we're in a tiny little fucking South American car. They don't drive giant vehicles there like we do here. So he immediately, I would say within like 30 seconds of being in the vehicle, he goes, what are you doing here? It, yep. it, he started yes. dressing yeah. down, trying to figure out what yeah. our goals well, yeah. were. He, he established that we were American. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, Americans, you, all, you know what you're doing? He's like, American? Yeah. And they got a quasi-Colombian dude that yeah. quasi-speaks yeah. the language. Right. So he says, this, guy, yeah. this guy was pretty slick. Oh, because oh, he's, he's, slick, he's yeah. basically like, all right, you all are Americans. I know why Americans come here. Exactly. They come yeah. here for two reasons. Yeah. They come here for the women. And they come here for the cocaine. Yeah. And that's what, and I said to him, he was like, he asked that question. And I said to him, no, my family lives here and these are my friends. <laughs> right, right, and he right, looks right. at me right in the eyes. Yep. And I remember, I don't know if you guys could like really I, I was take this in, thing, yes. but yeah, he looks me right in the eyes with like these, like, it's like, fuck you eyes. Yeah. Where it's like, you're going to lie right to my fucking face. No, because he was like, yeah. oh, you're blowing my mark I yeah. had on you. And, and, he, and, I, and I, I was like, it's my family that lives here. Yeah. He's like, no, really? And I'm like, I'm like no, no, really? No, my fucking like family my, lives My literal <laughs> family lives here. Yeah. This is where they live. Yeah. I know that I'm a gringo, but my actual family lives in the city, and they've been here longer than yeah. you've been alive. And he's like... Okay. No, 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 he did. Let's just go with that line. He still pulled his Omega (laughs) move on us. Yeah. Now, now, I will say this whole time that you are like having this conversation with him, he is weaving in and out of traffic. (laughs) I wish you could have come when they had the dirt bike taxi. (laughs) Oh, that was great. Yeah, he still sees some of those. But yeah, Uh, so we continue (laughs) driving. He gives that brief reprieve where he's like, okay. Yeah. Let's pretend that you have family here. We will here. play this game. I can tell that you have family here because of how terrible your Spanish is. Yeah. So you clearly <laughs> must be a Colombian person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he gives it that, that brief pause and he goes, so reach into the glove box. Yep. And I go, something along the lines of, and you guys will have to correct me because I was so out of my uh, element. Yeah, 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 but yeah. Oh, he, in my, I'll give you my memory of it. And I, and I, Say I, your piece. Yeah. I had the sentiment of like, no, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, do it. Reach into the glove box. I'm like, no, because I kind of have a feeling this is what I'm going to find in Not there. You, like, you knew. Reach you into knew. the glove box. Yeah. We all knew. So eventually, and I feel like at one point in this, I did look back into the back seat and 
and I'm sorry to throw you under the bus on this one, Pat, but I looked back and you were the only I one was who was like, who you. was cool as a cucumber. Well, because a bender you were, would you be Pat, cooler. you were ghost white and Frank was like fully transparent yes. at this moment. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, I guess I'm going to reach into the glove I, I, box. Because you're really pressing I'm like, me. oh, there's... Some level of cocaine. There's g- out. You know oh. it's going to be something that yeah. that we're not gonna we're not gonna imbibe in right now. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't expect a fucking golf ball. And that's what it was. So I yeah. pop open the glove yeah. box, and sure enough, it is a softball size. Yeah. Yellow no, no, ball full, full of yellow. cocaine. It's, like, stuff. it's not even like wrapped in nope, anything. Nope. It's just like they don't have to. The humidity for, keeps it together. Yep, it does. <laughs> for those of you who have read the Bible and know something about how cocaine is in its purest form, it is yellow and yep. keeps itself in its own unit. Yep, you don't even yep. need to wrap it. That's what was there. Yep. It was just a ball of pure and cocaine. And then it became show and tell. Pass it around. Show the yeah. class. And <laughs> I and I said to him, I was like, I see that there is cocaine. There is. Yeah. Take it out. And at this point, I've obviously taken the bait. So I just have to, like, follow through to agree. In it to win it. And I told him, I was like, I'm not going to buy it. Right. It's not going to be a thing. Now, for our listeners, I am a good God-fearing man, which means that whatever (laughs) the good Lord put on this planet for us to enjoy, I am about those things. But it doesn't mean that I am about breaking the laws of man either. Uh, There's a little bit of I don't want to be in a Colombian prison. There's some other chemicals in that cocaine. So you're right to stay away from it. That's fair. So So, basically. So one thing I want to interject. Yes, Yes, please. Because I feel like we're underselling this man. Yeah, <laughs> you might be right. Yeah, I honestly, right. I remember being fucking terrified because like, literally it's like the thing that Americans think about Colombia yeah. is that this was somebody, that true. So, yeah. yeah, like yeah. literally somebody trying to like pedal cocaine Force is to going cocaine. to murder you. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like, all right, we stepped outside, we walked 10 feet, yeah. got into a car yeah. with the murderer. Yeah, 100% right. that is true. We are 100 feet from the plane, yeah. and we've been offered an amount of cocaine yeah. that would satisfy New Jersey yeah. for a month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think what you're underselling is this guy's salesmanship. Okay. Yeah. He okay. was committed. He was charismatic. Yeah. yeah. He was really giving it all. Like yeah. he he obviously had his spiel. The one thing that you left out is that he asked you your name. Yes. Oh. And you said that your name was Peter. Yeah. And he looked at you and he I said, oh. You're kidding me. Oh. That's my oh. name too. Oh, you're right. And you didn't play along with that yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> you're like Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, don't piss on my leg and tell that. me it's raining. Sort of. They're like, hey, all right, I'm not that much of a rube. Let's move on with your pitch. <laughs> I know what's happening. <laughs> I just want to interject. That's funny. I didn't forget that. You're this right. is all absolutely true. Yeah. By this point, I had the golf ball of cocaine <laughs> in my hand <laughs> in the back seat. Yep. I feel like with in retrospect, you missed a good opportunity to just be like, my name is John Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> well, this is what you would have went with. Right. The Columbia. Right. This guy it, also dropped, a fall, dropped us off at the wrong address. Yeah. So, yeah. Because we, we you didn't buy the goddamn that, cocaine. But that was all right. So there's more for, there's more for that. Yes. Yeah. But before, before, uh, before this, so, um, uh, I will give it to this guy. Yeah. Uh, he kept up his shtick oh, dude. the entire time. Oh, yeah. He was like, no, these are guys who are here <laughs> to party. Yeah. They uh, want to. Yeah. 
He made wanna, up his mind. They want to do blow yeah. and get their dicks wet. Yeah. And yeah. that's my whole pitch. So that's what I'm going to work the whole time. I'm married to it. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't changing it. No, no. No. He was all about it. Yeah. Straight up, fully. He was like, no, this is my pitch. It works. Yeah. I know that if you put something in somebody's hands, they are far more likely to t- to actually buy it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why he passed it around. Like, He's like, you know I'm... What? No. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is that is retail sales 101. 101. Put the yeah. thing in somebody's hand yeah. and they are more likely yeah. to purchase it. And he, he did that with a bowl of cocaine. Yeah. The we passed Otis. that we passed oh. that bowl of cocaine all around the oh, vehicle. Yeah. And I got a little higher just by holding it. it. At one point yeah. he said he was like we I was trying to like yeah. hand it back to him. I was I like, remember. "Yo, give it to I me. Remember. I'll hand yeah. it back to him." Yeah. And he was like, "No. You should smell it." I don't know. Oh, like, yes, that. Yeah. I know what smelling <laughs> cocaine is. In, in fairness, in I've fairness, been down that, that river yellow before. cocaine does have a smell that doesn't that, that uh, uh, the cocaine that we get no, here. It was. It good, has. Don't get me wrong. A good. It, it, it I'm aware. Very good yeah. cocaine. Yeah. But. <laughs> Word. Word. Cat here. Furious cat George cat had, is. So, yeah. We. Old habits Didn't that hard. Didn't take the bait because you can get pulled over at any moment. In oh, yeah. yeah. Cartagena, Columbia. Yeah. You pull out of your car for inspection. Yeah. And if this... we had at least enough sense to be like, no. I will, I, I will say Literally, that. the next time that we stepped into a taxi no, in Cartagena, no. that happened. Yeah. 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 Literally, we got from the airport to the hotel. Yep. This was our cab drive that way. Yep. Uh, and then the next time we stepped into a cab, we got stopped by the cops. Government. Yeah. yeah, government stopped. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so, I did not have my passport on. You us. didn't have your... Yeah. You didn't yeah. have your passport Comically. On. I'm the only fucking Colombian amongst, the, uh, amongst, the, amongst everybody here. So the guy who chose just the loudest, <laughs> most boisterous motherfucker yeah. outside of the Cartagena airport to be like, yeah, this is... This is the guy who's gonna drive yeah. us. This Isn't guy. it amazing that I've been there literally a dozen times by myself, yeah. and yet I'm still here on this podcast? <laughs> Imagine how those other journeys go. Justin, we're in uh, when when we got pulled over by the cops that yes. time. Were you doing the mental notes in your head of like, all right, how much cash do I have on oh, me, yeah. and do I think 100%. it's enough that I'm gonna get, yeah, yeah. that we're gonna get out of yeah. this? I was yeah. doing like. This is what I had to pay this person in Thailand. How much do I have to pay here? To yeah. get out of this <laughs> I just gave by. I ain't never paid a bribe and, in Columbia. Because you were saying, like, oh, I don't have my paperwork on Yeah. Me. Like, straight up, like, what? Yeah. 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 The advice that I had read online beforehand, which I had actually, like, yeah. looked up, uh, was just, like, everything that's in your pockets, just be ready to give up. Well, oh, no, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, that's it, why it, I don't carry my passport. And, and whether, it's, <laughs> whether it's there, and listen... The passport game got me away in Japan, yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I don't oh, carry man. a passport when I walk around. I got to say, and since you're Colombian, your passport would be easier to sell to somebody oh, yeah. who wanted to oh, pass yeah. off yeah, as yeah, an American. Yeah. There's a lot of spicks who look like me down there. <laughs> 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 if I if I had a nickel for every time that I turned to a random person in Cartagena and called them Peter, <laughs> it's I would be able to Car- buy those cops up and get confused. Confused. <laughs> God damn it! And I and judging by the name of that taxi driver, I would have been right ninety percent yeah. of the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing every but Peters time, down there every time. Oh. That was incredible. How long ago? That was a fucking amazing. A lot of trip. years ago now, yeah. That was a long time. Yeah. We'll say the better six, eight years ago, something, something like, that. like that. Yeah. Every well, time that I go there now, the I first uh, Japan trip, wasn't it? 
Was I that? don't know. I can't. That was a long time ago, yeah. But I went to Colombia for the first time a long time before that. I was going to go on that trip, but I forget. I don't know what came I, I want to say at least six years ago. Yeah. Well, we should all go in March. Well, you know. Yeah. Maybe we'll buy cocaine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> let's uh, see I, how it plays if out. If I can <laughs> include a very quick interstitial. I've been there several times with you and yes. your family when your father Many was times. alive and post that and everything. Just walking around in the, the very obvious tourist traps. Yeah. You have these younger folk who have these trays of, like, sodas and stuff like that, and maybe cigarettes and whatever. Like, And the, they'll see you as, like, a, a white person, so you're either American or European. And they'll look at you like, oh, Coca-Cola, 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 and give you, yeah. like, the wink, yeah. the Coca, Coca, wink, wink, cola. Yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Even when I was there, I was just there, what was it? It was in like April or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you went a couple months ago. And yeah, yeah. um, and it's like, it, the thing about it is, it's like, you'll be more identifiable than me because you guys are noticeably more white. No, well, than listen, I if am. you're white, because there's not yeah. very many, like, but there, true mestizo white. There's, right. there's like, no mistaking there. us for anything no, other than we're white. E- we're either the you're there, yeah. there are Colombians who are as white as you guys, but they what? ain't just no. walking around on the street. No, they, they're no, in a car. They are the, high, they are the yeah. highest level yeah. of like white. Exactly. Most minuscule amount of mestizo in yeah. their blood. And I they was, are the I ruling was class. walking down the fucking sidewalk there. Cause I had nothing to do. Yeah. So I was just like, I left my hotel and yeah. I just went on like a fucking 10 mile walk basically. Yeah. And I would be, no joke, I'm walking on like a fucking sidewalk. And it is a beautiful Caribbean It's gorgeous. Landscape. It's gorgeous. It's so, absolutely like, so gorgeous. You're on this like ancient sidewalk, you know, built by the Spaniards, the Conquistadora. It's the old and, fortified uh, wall. It's, yeah. it's right on the water. There is constantly a beautiful breeze coming off yeah. of it. Super, even yeah. on the hottest day, you can count on the water having a breeze. Yeah, yeah it was like that. Love and it. even still... I would be walking down that fucking sidewalk and there would be some motherfucker and you would spot him from a nope, mile absolutely. away. No. And um and it and carry like that country has like there's a very clear breakdown the same way well, as we have here with like like there's a there's a way under- that you we can read another person. Being a mix, but there it counts for something. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I'm walking down the sidewalk, and there will be a motherfucker. He's 600 feet away. And also, away you're from tall me. as fuck. I'm or, noticeable because yeah, I'm tall, yeah. and the tattoos give you away. Yeah. Mm. And there will be a dude who's fucking 600 feet away. Yeah. And he's like, hola. Yeah. Hola. <laughs> hola. And I'm ignoring him. And he's like, hello. Oh, yeah, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. And he, fucking, and he takes yeah, the time. Up, just... He takes the time out of his day. This guy's working yeah. for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. And he walks all the way the fuck up to me. And like, and sometimes they don't know exactly what their sales pitch is going to be. They're trying to feel it out. And they'll walk up to me. And I'm ignoring them the whole fucking <laughs> time because I'm just on a goddamn walk. I remember you're one distinct story which you may be leading towards. Yeah. I very distinctly and this remember. one motherfucker. But this is like typical of the yep. exchange. Yep. And this is why they also encourage you. Like, there's a number of beautiful places to go. I go to like parts of town where like basically where you guys wouldn't necessarily go by yourself. I'll put it that way. But like I just walk around. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. So like I'm in that, like I'm in that part of the beach essentially where you wouldn't normally find yourself. And I purposefully go there because I want to go and experience those things because I do take pride in being like Colombian, you know, even though I'm a fucking gringo clearly, but you've done a lot of work to actually learn the language. I've done the thing. Don't sell yourself short. 
Yeah. You really did a lot of work. Yeah. And good on you, and, man. And, like, not for nothing, my Spanish sucks, and I am a gringo. Yeah, I am an American and proud had, of it, but... You, when your father passed, you had to do the work, and you did the work. Exactly. So don't yeah. sell yourself fucking That's short. fair, and I'll you take that. You did the fucking work for that shit. But I'll be damned if fucking somebody is going to treat me like a full-on fucking tourist. Well, no, 100%. And they finally yeah. get yeah. all the yeah. way up to yeah. the... They have, like, uh, sand walls, basically, yeah. to keep that... To keep the sand from getting into the street and what have you. And the guy walks all the way up. And he's like, and he doesn't know what his angle is. Like, he yep. doesn't know what he's going to sell nope, to me. No, nope. Because, like, he's already You're been pitching. Conundrum he's been him. pitching beer the whole time. And yep, I'm like, yep. got one. Yep. Already <laughs> drinking all day. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm on vacation because I'm exactly oh. what you're calling me. I'm a fucking tourist. I got my cerveza. <laughs> I like you Yeah. Oh, you want to sell rope? Oh, I got yeah. rope. And he fucking, he fi- this fucking dude finally walks up to me. And it is typical because, again, like, the, the like there is an element there where it's very similar to America. You can tell a lot about, like, a person's station in life by their skin yeah, color. Absolutely. And so like this person is very dark. He's yeah, like a so full on black man. And, and so that's unfortunately still that's just how it is. Yeah. To this day, Bottom line is that he's reading me as he's reading me. He's probably yeah. right 90% of the time, yeah. you know, and I know exactly well, he looks what at you, he's he looks about. Like, oh, this is a mixed yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. And, and he then, just doesn't know what to sell me. Yeah. And he finally gets up to like this rock wall. So now we're like yeah, fully yeah, yeah, engaged yeah, with yeah. each other. And this man is like, I know that he's wasted his time. Yeah. So I feel very bad right. about that. Cause like he does have to make a living. And he offered, he goes, he goes, what about suntan lotion? <laughs> I'm like, nigga, you serious? <laughs> yeah, that's a funny insult. <laughs> like, nothing but good. respect for these that's guys. Oh, like, yeah. The hustle never ends. Yeah. You know? They're out there on the hustle. Yeah. And as yeah. soon as somebody Absolutely. is like, when they're like, I'm not going to make money off of this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to call him a motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Face yeah. Yeah. And be shit. Let's play this game. Yeah. Now. If I can yeah. say one thing, if I can say one thing they're fully on the hustle they're not doing the shit you find in like italy and spain and shit like that with like the fucking pickpocket shit they're on the hustle to get they're you. on a hustle not a yeah. gift yeah. 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 it's a different it's a kind of game, it's a game. Yeah. Yeah. and yeah. i like that because half the time they would crack me the fuck up and i'm like dude fuck, yeah. i don't that was hilarious as shit yeah I'll give you whatever the fuck I have right now. Because I'll pay somebody for making me laugh, yeah, but yeah. it's got to be the right kind of humor. No, you know? 100%. Yeah. And, uh. like, there wasn't many, but there was, like, I'll say on each trip, like, two to three people that, like, made me double over laughing yeah. just because of the ridiculousness of, like, their oh, play. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> well, that reminds like, me... Legit. I don't know if we ever talked about this on the podcast, but it, it reminds me of uh, when we were there uh, with my father. Yeah. And uh, and we were just, like, sitting down in a square, like, in, the in like, the touristy part of yes. town in the old city. Yeah, yeah. And um, it, so it's it just, like, people partying. Yeah. It's a, it's oh, a wonderful time. It's yeah. beautiful. And there's, like, a, there's a lot of, like, street actors, I yes. guess you would call them. Yeah. You know, they're hustlers, but they're doing yeah. it the right Buskers, way. Buskers, yeah. grifters, whatever you yeah. want to call them. And there's fucking... So my dad's chilling there, and he's, like, at this time, he's, like, a 75 year old man yeah and a fucking mime comes out oh and the guy's god. like the same oh, age as my oh, father thank god you're telling this story yeah. this story is so fucking so this funny. mime is also like a yeah. 75 year old man yeah and my dad's just like chilling just like loving his life he's back in his home country we're all having a great time yeah. there's a bunch of us and your father was mime, super proud to like yeah. not only have you but like to just show his country oh yeah to, like, exactly we we're all I, having a ball i will also time. say that i feel like just because I don't know that you've mentioned your father that much on this podcast, and I will just say that he was one of the most charismatic people oh my God. Yeah, ever yeah. met. Yeah, yeah. Just effortless. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to piggyback on Ibra. Somehow taught me so much without coming across as a teacher. Yeah. 
He was just a man uh, of the world. A smart he, and a charming motherfucker. Well, for real. he was yeah. so charming. Yeah. You could be you could be taught a lot just by being cognizant of the effect. Yeah. How he was speaking to you, oh, how yeah. he was carrying himself, yeah. it's a, affected how you felt about him. Yeah. Yeah. He and changed one of those, the like, way I felt about myself. Yeah. I consider him, for me, he's like up there in a Sean Connery kind of category without beating the women. In a way, in a way, in a way, in a way. So at this particular square, so we're all sitting down, we're eating, we're drinking, uh, he's dancing, Mm -hmm. you know, with random fucking people. Uh, tying in with the, the charm I, that was there. I, I feel like I, <laughs> Somehow he's randomly dancing with, I with feel the other like I know women. where you're going with this yeah. story. Yeah. And this fucking mime comes up. The mime's Yo, also uh, yes. an old man. And my dad's that got like mime. no hair, right? He's yeah. like, he's just yeah. got like the, what do they call it? Like a horseshoe kind of thing? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he has kind of like the friar tuck yeah. kind of he's thing. He's got no hair. Yeah, you yeah. know, like, it's what it is. Yeah. And this fucking mime comes up behind him. So he doesn't oh, even know God. that he's there. And this mime is this like. This is my first trip with you guys. He's miming out that he's lifting. Like, so he like walks up right behind my dad and he pretends to lift up like yep. a single yep. hair yep. Like- and he just and he's like observing it you know my dad's <laughs> unaware and he's just like looking at it and like i see it you know yep. he's just we like all looking saw- at it and he's observing and then he pulls out his mime scissors yeah and he's <laughs> yep. like let yep. me yep. trim this up for you <laughs> yeah. and it's like a whole fucking to do and then finally dad becomes aware and he turns around yeah. and he's like Ah, oh, this guy's fucking hilarious. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And he tips the it guy. Was, I, it, but it, that was, was comedy. That was worth it. You know, yeah. that's a hustler who's doing it right. Oh, that's know? legitimately. It's innocent. Very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah it's hilarious. And it was fucking great because like that was the first trip I took with you. I think you, you had gone before with yeah. like your half siblings and stuff like that. That was my first trip with you guys. And your father, like I always respect your father. Like he was his. Colombian business dude yeah. who was just so laissez-faire about life and shit like that. And I, it was hilarious, but he always had gems to drop on your fucking ass. Oh, my God, nonstop, yeah. So, like, we got the opportunity to go to Colombia that first time. And, I mean, we could do a whole podcast about this, so I'm not going to, like, ruin We'll, we'll save any, it. I was, I was about yeah, to go yeah, off yeah, on yeah. another side story. But, yes. but no, no, we got to save, save that because, yeah. like, it's really... We could do, like, a whole fucking thing on that. Yeah. But your father... Was gangster as fuck. Oh, yeah. That was a fun-ass fuck. <laughs> because oh, also, yeah. he was like, you guys stand here, yeah. and then I'm going to go into the back of this gold place? Yeah. And now you guys are going to an island yeah. to get out of my hair. Yeah, you kind of didn't know what was happening. <laughs> it's a lot like the cab journey, actually. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. didn't really know what was going on around you, and you felt like you were in a little bit of danger. And your father... But you also like felt really good, that you're, like you were that, having an adventure. Yeah, at that point, your father's like... I need to like meet my connects and I need these children to be yeah, out of my hair. It was hair. straight up like that. Like I just kind of need all of you out of my hair. Yeah. You know, there, there's also the hair that he didn't have. Yeah. There's also a lot to be said of a man who made a lot of money legitimately Legit. in American pharmaceutical yep. sales. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Having the self-awareness and the awareness of how fucking funny the joke was every single <laughs> yes. time he, he delivered it yeah. where he was just like, I'm an old Colombian man. And he goes, I've made a lot of money in pharmaceuticals. And then he laughed Never lost. and laughed. Laugh. And, and laugh. it was just like, yeah, that is the funniest joke that you could tell right now. And you know it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was the best thing. Those were good journeys. Those were good journeys. I can't wait to go back. We should all go in. And we uh, are. And we will. March or April. And I would love for all of you to go. It'll happen. No. But hey, guys, I think we had a good podcast. Wasn't bad. 
we're due. We, we hmm. I don't know if we really settled uh, the books are bad debate or not, but <laughs> I'll tell you one thing I'm not doing when I get out of here is reading. Well, good for you, buddy. So, good for I you. I think we're all it safe. It wouldn't for benefit you anyway. Well, I don't know. No, I might. Now that you say that. Well, if you're going to read one thing, I'll say oh. to open up the New York Times this weekend. The travel section, they have a lovely article about how to th- spend a perfect three-day weekend in Cartagena, Colombia. Oh. Uh, thank you to Do they the- have cocaine there? Uh, I believe that they do. <laughs> the, the New York, York Times omits it. Well, uh, I'll tell you this, that I've been to a lot of places, but a lot of them bore me, and I love to stay awake when I'm on a vacation. And I think that maybe Columbia has the things that I need to facilitate that. They are a high energy, yeah. you know, type yeah. of people. Yeah, absolutely. Great coffee. Great coffee. Great coffee. Yeah, That's absolutely. What they're for. They do have very good coffee. Yeah. yeah, if you just go to Cartagena and pick out the taxi with the driver who makes you the most uncomfortable, <laughs> I'm sure that you will have a great time. That's certainly true. I've skied the slopes in Switzerland, but nothing has ever been better than, than, than the beaches of Cartagena. <laughs> Dan, Dan, please save us. Guys, what am I to do with this podcast on YouTube? We got a whole Just bunch let of... let ride, Dan. Oh, my God. I don't think my contact in YouTube is going to answer my emails. When... Shit. Yeah. We didn't I got even... a guy in Colombia for we it. We didn't even get into Lisha Martinis. <laughs> oh, that's true, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm interested God. now. Like, yeah. Let's talk about those. Next time. Next time. good. These boys of mine... <laughs> Papa Dan! (laughs) That's my mama! (laughs) Well, if you did enjoy this podcast, be sure to subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. Check us out on YouTube and Rumble. Make sure that you like, comment, share, and subscribe. Follow us on social media. We are at Loud and Drunk on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, if you've got the spare scratch, you know, if you haven't spent it on cocaine in uh, Colombia... Uh, Be more and less responsible with your money. <laughs> Spend it on cocaine. $5 a month, less oh, than a cup of coffee. You could really boost this up. Exactly. Become a Loud and Drunk supporter at loudanddrunk.locals.com and patreon.com slash loudanddrunk. Moses, we had a nice little conversation. Uh, any closing thoughts? I'm going to go back home tonight and open up all those books that I was pressing the cocaine in. Just to uh, get all the moisture out. And I'm going to snort the fuck out of that. Great. <laughs> you are a walking community guideline strike. Why do I let you speak? No. Justin, closing thoughts. Hey, don't be afraid of books. Mm. Let your kids face adversity. And now we'll zoom over to the sweet to sweetness uh, over there. Yes, that, that is correct. Thank you. Um, it was wonderful being here. Uh, this is Sweet Sweetback. I <laughs> represent Medellin Ski Trips. <laughs> and if you've got the flow, we've got the blow. I would love to see you. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. What, got, what am I? Sweet Sweetback. We got to talk in a moment. <laughs> no. It's almost as if you guys want us to get thrown off YouTube. No. <laughs> I, don't I know just want to see something happen. Just open. We, we open it with Moses making fat noises. You guys told me you had allergies. <laughs> I do. I'm allergic to not doing blow. No. And uh, Pat, thank you so much for joining us. Do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, yes, I do. And you can read all about them in the book that I'm going to write about Ooh. how after the fall of capitalism, we need to raise an economy based on how many books you read. We need to model. Book it is the future <laughs> of the economy. <laughs> And it shouldn't just be for personal pan pizzas. You should be able to pay for everything from your electricity to your hookers just by reading books. 
believe hookers, people. Hookers and hooks. I, I, I'm listen. I'm moved. I'm gonna. I'm gonna spread my my wealth between pieces and hookers yeah. and books and all these. things. I think. I, I think I know what my next tattoo is gonna be. I think I just started reading. Oh, <laughs> makes so, me feel the weird way. Dan, take us out of here. So. For Moses, Justin, Sweetness over there, and Pat, thank you so much for joining us. I'm producer Dan, and fellas, let's have a toast to our audience. Thank you for joining Salud. us. Salud. And until Good next job, time, Salud. this is Loud and Drunk. Yeah! You the real heroes. Woo! Salud.